Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to Mindset Makeover Podcast with me, your host, Amanda. So, y'all know, if y'all are following me on Instagram, y'all know that I was making videos um, five days out of the week and then quarantine happened and I kind of like fell off the grid. Um, And now I am trying to get back into making videos and actually stop neglecting my podcast because I have not been doing anything with my podcast. I've been kind of doing my real estate podcast, but that's more so just for business. This is actually what I'm passionate about um, is mindset makeover. I'm passionate about real estate as well, but I'm more so passionate about making people understand that they ultimately have all the power over their lives and experiences. Um, as long as they understand that, that's all mental and that everything in your life can be changed when your thinking changes. So tomorrow, today is what? November 2nd, 2020, which means tomorrow is election day. People, I hope that you voted Um, I hope that you voted for someone who you really feel is going to make the country a better place. Um, And I just wanted to talk about that. I, I, you know, I have just been really kind of like losing it the last week. Um, One of my 2020 resolutions was that I was not going to argue with anyone. And for the most part, I've been doing really, really well. Um, I have not argued with anyone other than my fiance and my three-year-old because she is off the hook. Um, And my eight-year-old. She's crazy as well. But those three people are really the only people I've been arguing with. Um, But as the election approaches, um, I just really feel like I'm going to get into it with someone so... I'm really, really trying my best not to do that. The last election in 2016, I was going through a lot, like a whole lot. Um, My aunt who raised me, she just passed away. I did not know at the time that I was pregnant. Um, So my emotions and my hormones were just all over the place. And I actually like verbally assaulted a young lady and I probably would have physically assaulted her, but I literally had to get like yanked up out of the store where I was before that happened. And I ended up having to go to court over it. And she put like a um, stay away order or peace order out on me. And that was like a wake up call for me. Like my attitude was just out of this world. And I realized that I'm like overly passionate about politics. And I really don't even want to feel that way because I'm not even like a political person. I just feel like as a black person in America, you should you should want to educate yourself a little bit more on the presidential candidates and you should really not be just voting for anybody or you know those people who they want to do something different. They don't want to be like everybody else, so they just do something just to seem like they're different when all when in all actuality, they just look stupid. So yeah, so that's what the whole argument was. It was like a really 
that argument about how you could be a black woman and vote for Donald Trump for president. And I just could not understand her reasoning. And a lot of growth has happened in the last four years. So (laughs) you couldn't pay me to argue and get into like a physical altercation with anybody about politics. I mean, honestly, if it's not about my child, I'm not arguing about it. So period. Um, But I wanted to talk to my people, black people, black women. I just wanted to talk to you all. I mean, black men as well, everybody about this um, election, because I have been really hearing a lot of my own people say that they are thinking of voting for Donald Trump. And some of them already have voted for Donald Trump because they feel like he's going to give tax breaks and um, help them build the wealth that they don't even possess, to be honest. The people that are saying this aren't even wealthy. So I'm not entirely sure what they're talking about. However, I this is my opinion. Now, I'm only one person, and this is just my opinion. The two presidential candidates that we have, the top two, we have, you know, we have Biden and we have Trump. And I'm not necessarily going to say that either one of them is an amazing man and that I can stand behind either one of them 100%. However, look at the country and what it has gone through in the last four years. Let's take away everything that you think that a president is going to do for our people. Let's take that out. Let's take out the fact that they probably won't help black people with a goddamn thing. Let's take it out. Trump has created a civil rights movement in this country. Trump in 2020 has made it seem like we are back in the 60s fighting our grandparents' battles. Some of us have lost our grandparents. Some of our grandparents were older at that time. We're literally talking about our ancestors for some of us. We are fighting our ancestors' battles. And you know, it goes way further back than the 60s, hundreds and hundreds of years. We are fighting their battles still in 2020. And I feel like we have just been fighting this battle this hard since Trump has been in office. We are fighting... We are fighting in a war. We are. A class war and a race war. We are fighting in a war. And my people, some of them, cannot see that it is because a racist bigot is in office. And even if they were wealthy, which the people that I personally know are not, but even if they were, that means your wealth comes before humanity and before your people. And I just that just doesn't sit right with my spirit. And I feel like as black people, we really have to stick together. I mean, they have done such an amazing job. They as in white America has done such an amazing job at fucking with our minds. They have they have done such a good job at dividing us, dividing us and brainwashing us into thinking that we are less than them. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. 
For one, when we go to when we were in school, right? We went to class. We only learned about um slavery in black history. We only learned that they took us from Africa, brought us to this country, and that was it. So they always say 400 years of slavery, right? So before that, literally in school, it's like slavery, 400 years, and now we're here today. And then before that, it's fucking dinosaurs. Like we're not talking about shit else other than T-Rex and slavery. Like there's no in between. Humanity has been around for millions of years, millions of years. And if we're going to talk about like humanity as in like, um, you know, normal humanity, if you believe in like evolution or whatever, we weren't cavemen and whatnot. There's been a couple hundred thousand years of that, you know, two, three hundred thousand years of normal humanity okay what are they teaching in school it's like dinosaurs where no humans existed and then it's fucking slavery like they're not even talking about what happened before then it's insane and this is the way that i think about it i think about it like this this is what they're teaching us because this is all they want us to know The brainwashing is fucking deep in this country. That's all they want us to know. They want us to think we came from fucking Africa and then we came here as slaves. That's all they want us to ever know. Okay? What the fuck were we doing before then? What, even a more important question than that, what the fuck were they doing before then? Before they came and took us from our homeland, before they came and destroyed our ancestors entire being before they did that what the fuck were they doing that's what you really have to sit and think think about it like this let me let me let me dumb it down just so it can make more sense okay let's just say we're a group of people and then there's another group of people right what would make a group of people go and attack and divide and want to take over and enslave another group of people. If we were less than, like they say, if we were less than and we were nothing, why the fuck would they come and have to divide us up and forcibly take us from our country and divide families and kill innocent people in order to do it. And they had to divide us because together we were way too fucking strong. So they had to come with their weapons that we didn't have, I'm assuming, or we didn't have the same level of um, weapon, what is it, weaponry? Weapon, (laughs) I don't know. We didn't have the same level of weapons that they did. So they had to come in and, you know, with force, And then divide us because they had to divide us in order to what they consider conquering us and and taking us and enslaving us. But what the fuck were they doing before they did that? That they felt so threatened that they had to do that. They not only divided us, took us and enslaved us. After that, they made it a point to brainwash us and make us 
believe that we were slaves. They had to destroy our mentality of who the fuck we were. That's my problem. Just like on the movie, um, uh, what is the movie called? I can't think of the movie off the top of my head. Um, it'll come to me. But how they kept, he kept saying his name was Kunta and they kept saying his name was Toby. That's what I'm talking about. Like they fucked up your mind back then. They, they destroyed the way that you saw yourself. They had to. They had to brainwash you into believing that you were something that you weren't because the person that you really were, the being that you really were, was way too fucking powerful. Your mind was way too fucking strong. And that's why they divided us like they did and split up families. Shit sounds a lot like Trump and his administration, if you ask me. They're dividing families right at the fucking border. But anyway... That's what they did. They brainwashed us and they're still fucking doing it. You would really. And and the, the thing is, they succeeded with this. They have succeeded because there's so many of us that still have a slave mentality. Like the people that are voting for fucking Trump who have no reason to do so. And this is just my opinion, like I said. But what the fuck do you think is going to come from Trump being in office for a second term? What do you think that that's going to do for black people? You think that's going to fucking help black people? What's so funny about it is Donald Trump is a racist. We know this. But more than that, he really is a classist. It's really not the races against each other it's really the rich against the poor donald trump doesn't give a fuck about poor people no matter what color they are but poor white people can't even fucking see that they're so fueled and filled with hatred that they can't even see that they're supporting a president who doesn't give a fuck about them and is not helping them whatsoever they think that he is the representation of white supremacy. That's it. They think that him being in office is going to make them superior again because they're so fucking threatened by us. They're so fucking threatened by the greatness that is black people. We are finally waking up. We are finally coming out of this fucking fog and brainwashing that they have put us under. We are finally realizing that, fuck this. Fuck the way that you treat us. You keep acting like that, whatever. We are still going to be powerful. We are still going to fucking succeed. We are still going to build generational wealth. We are still going to be here. We are still going to fight for everything that you tried to take away from us. Because this generation of people is fucking tired. We might have been around a few hundred thousand years before. And through those 400 years of slavery, we might have been mind fucked. But we're not anymore. We're waking the fuck up. And we have to make it known. The people listening to this podcast right now, if you agree with the things that I'm saying, it is your responsibility to make other people understand that. 
we have to make other people understand that us as a race, this is not just a black people podcast. No, but I feel like the majority of the people that I know are black. So that's who's listening to this. And we have to wake our people up. I am not a person that says if a person disagrees with me, oh, I don't deal with them anymore. That is an immature mindset. However, I have tried. I have tried my best to understand the people who vote for Trump. And only thing that I have understood is that the people who vote for Trump have no fucking clue why they're doing it. They really don't. There's a certain level of hatred and ignorance voting for Trump. I have never met an intelligent human being that votes for Trump that is black. Let me say that. I've never met an intelligent human being that has voted for Trump that is black. I have met some intelligent but low-key hateful white people that have voted for Trump, though. Because I work in real estate. I am connected and, you know, cool with people of all races. I am not a fucking racist. I am not racist. I don't think that, um, I don't think that blacks are so uppity either. I don't, I don't feel like it's a, I don't think it's like a black, I'm like a black supremacist or anything like that. I am just black and I'm just fucking proud because you can be proud. You can have white pride too. Just like as a woman, you could be proud of the way that you look, but you being happy about your appearance doesn't necessarily demean or lower the appearance of another. Because you're beautiful doesn't take away from the beauty of another. So me being black and proud does not mean that I feel like I'm superior to anyone. It just makes me feel proud because I am black. And I am amazing. And I'm not what you want me to believe that I am. And I just want to make other people understand that too. We might have been enslaved mentally and physically for the last couple hundred years. But that calling that is inside of you that's saying, who am I? Who am I really? What is my purpose? Who am I really? Beneath the surface of this generation. Beneath the surface of the bullshit. Beneath the surface of the lies that they want you to believe about yourself. Because we are fighting a bigger war than this right here. It's bigger than this. And and the point of this entire podcast is to remind everybody listening that you are powerful beyond measure. You are a child of God. You are a direct heir of the most high God. And if you don't necessarily, if you're not religious or whatever, then you, you are still an heir of the creator of this universe. You are a manifestation of the creator. You aren't less than any fucking body. 
You are a divine goddess or God. You are absolutely amazing. You're magical, powerful, beautiful, loving, strong, resilient. You are not what the fuck this government and these people say that you are. You are not that. Your ancestors were not that. And that's what I need people to understand. So hopefully if you listen to this podcast, because I'm going to make it live tonight. Hopefully you listen to this podcast. And if you have not voted, please go vote. I'm not telling you, oh, you have to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not telling you that. But I'm telling you, if you're a black person, it's no fucking way you should be voting for Donald Trump. And if you do vote for Donald Trump, I really want you to take a look at yourself. This is not me judging you. This is me helping you see something inside of you that is disconnected from the love and light within you. There has to be some type of disconnect, even if it is the money. And you, maybe you are wealthy. I want this podcast to reach everyone. So maybe you are wealthy. Maybe you are the 1%. Maybe you are. Why is your money more important than humanity and how people are treated and the things that are happening in this country and the level of hatred that has increased in this country since Trump has been in office? Why does your money matter more than human beings? Why? Why? Where do you think that will get you? Why? So please, I'm going to end it here. Clearly, I am very passionate about the election. I'm passionate about my people. And I'm passionate about reminding you how wonderful you truly are. And I will continue to do these podcasts on a regular basis. And that is a promise that I will keep, period. And if you are not following me on Instagram, please follow Mindset Makeover Club on Instagram. It's just no underscores, no nothing. It's just Mindset Makeover Club on IG. Follow me. I have a ton of videos on there, a ton of content on there um, to help you change your mindset. It's a lot of content on there to help you create the life that you've always dreamed about. And like I said on my first episode, I come from a place where I can speak from it because I have literally transformed my way of thinking and trans and ultimately tra- transformed my life and still transforming as as I speak now. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And if you want to comment or leave a review or anything like that or hit me up on Instagram, please do not hesitate to do so. And again, thank you for listening. You all have a wonderful evening.
Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to Mindset Makeover Podcast with me, your host, Amanda. Um, Hope everyone is doing good out there. Um, It is Friday. I know that I am feeling amazing. This past several days, starting on last Saturday, have been amazing because, you know, Biden won the election and I'm super pumped about that. Um, Not so much necessarily for the political side of it, but just because I feel like it brings positivity and unity to this country, um, opposed to what, you know, our last or our current president is bringing to this country. But um, it's been a great week. We also experienced um, a great energy on 11-11-2020. So 11-11 is my anniversary. We celebrated five years together. Five years is like the longest relationship I have ever been in, first of all. Um, I normally give dudes like a strong year and then I'm out. (laughs) But um, that was just me, I think. Uh, Most guys, I think, probably just sucked in my past, but that was just me kind of being mature and facing myself and noticing that I had to change some things. So five years is definitely an accomplishment. And I think we are at a better place now than we were five years ago when we started, which is amazing. Um, But I wanted to talk about um, that 11-11-2020 energy that, you know, we don't get very often. So 11-11, for one, um, is a very powerful manifestation day. Just 11-11. Um, in itself. But 1111 with 2020 following it is even more powerful. You really don't get 1111 with a double year following it. I mean, there hasn't been another one since 1111, 1919. So, so that energy that we experienced on 1111 was incredible. And it really was not felt in this entire generation. So it definitely, I know I told all my Facebook friends, all my Instagram friends that that day was a very powerful manifestation day, but I'm going to tell you how powerful the day is. So last year I kind of played with manifestation on 11-11 without even being that aware of how powerful it really was. You know, I was just kind of playing with it. I was kind of playing around with it. I wasn't really serious about it and I wasn't super intentional about it. But last year on 11-11, I knew how I wanted my night to go because like I said, it was my anniversary. But last year, Kirk and I were just like not on the best of terms. So I really wanted a night out where we just laughed all night long. So on our way there, I just envisioned us laughing all night long. And at that time, we weren't laughing at a damn thing. So it was like really far-fetched for real. It was like really outside of the norm for us to have a whole night full of laughter at that time. Um, And I added some specific details into um, the visualization process because I'm like, well, let me just try this out. Let me throw some details in there as well. And I I know that I had imagined that someone would walk up to me and say, hey, aren't you such and such? Don't I know you from somewhere? Which is very specific, right? That is very, very, very specific. So um, we went out 
And I was playing on this app where um, I, f- I forget what came up, but it's something that he thought was like, um, I don't know, something negative. And when I showed it to him, whatever he must have thought it was, was like crazy as hell. And when I showed him what it was, he just bust out laughing. And that started like the whole mood and the whole vibe of the evening. And we were just laughing all night. We actually had a lot of fun that night. We didn't do anything fancy. We actually went to like a real chill lounge and um, had some drinks and had some wings and fries and just enjoyed each other's company. And um, before we left, this random dude walked up to me. He was like, don't I know you from some high school that I never went to? I was like, no, I didn't go there. And he was like, dang, you look just like this girl I know. That's why I was staring at you this whole time. And I didn't even notice him staring at me. But I just, like, I got goosebumps when he walked up. Like, I was like, oh, my freaking God, this shit is real. Like, this manifestation thing is very, very real, especially on 11-11. So this past 11-11, I literally did... um one of my girlfriends, she was like, yeah, I'm going to do like a whole, not necessarily like a ritual, but basically like a a ritual. I'm going to visualize all of my intentions for the coming year and like all of the goals and all of the things that I'm going to set. And I'm going to burn some ancestor money and girl, like I'm really going to focus on manifestation because she said that last year in 2019, she literally manifested a whole new life. And I was like, wow, I have to be way more serious about manifestation. Like I'm so into the law of attraction and manifestation and telling people how to manifest things, but I wasn't super into um, the power of 1111. So I played with it that day. Well, in the beginning of the day, um, it was a light day for me. I took the day off of work and I took in, in the daytime when the kids weren't home, I took like a nice spiritual bath. I lit some candles, lit lit some incense, kind of lined the tub with crystals. Um, I put some fresh um, rose petals in the water and I put some um, pink Himalayan bath salt um, rocks in the water. And it was very relaxing. Um, And afterwards, I, well, not afterwards, but during the bath, I visualized everything that I wanted to accomplish um, short-term goals, a couple long-term goals, but, and I really, really was specific in everything that I visualized. So I knew what I wanted certain things to look like. I knew the feelings I would have when I, when I reached those goals or when I experienced those things. I found myself laughing. I found myself crying in the bathtub. I found myself overwhelmed with so much gratitude. It was literally just like, an experience because I really, 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 really put myself in those places mentally. Um, And so that's what I did. And then afterwards, um, I said a prayer and I was talking to my ancestors a little bit and I ended up burning some ancestor money after that, Um, you know, just to take care of the people who protect me on a daily basis. I like to always think that I'm definitely not here alone. I'm definitely here um, experiencing this life as a human, but I definitely feel like I have um, connections to the spirit realm. And I like to think that my angels or, you know, my ancestors 
um, my spirit guides that they're always with me and they're always guiding me and they're always looking out for me. So I just think it's good to honor them. Um, so I did that. And then since I took care of all the serious stuff during the day at nighttime, I kind of wanted to play with manifestation just a little bit. So at first, we we made reservations at Mastro's, but Kirk didn't want to eat at Mastro's anymore. He wanted to go to um, he wanted to go to Fogo de Chao, but Fogo de Chao didn't have any any availability. So we called and they said, "No, we're not going to be able to take you." So then we drove there, and Kirk went inside. And while he was inside, I just visualized. I wasn't specific in my visualization, but I visualized them saying, "It's okay. You're not." Um, you don't have a reservation, but it's okay. We still have a table for you. And um, Kirk went inside the restaurant and he asked them, hey, uh, can we get a table? <laughs> and they told him, no, I'm sorry, we're not taking any more walk-ins. So he came back to the car and he was like, damn. And I was in my head, I'm like, shit, <laughs> I didn't manifest what I thought I was manifesting oh my God, maybe I'm not as powerful today as I thought I was. So I brushed it off or whatever. And I was like, maybe I just didn't put enough, put enough feeling in the visualization. Um, so we went to Mastro's where we thought we had a reservation. So I, I had the email for the reservation, right? I had it in my phone and I didn't realize that the restaurant had called me earlier in the day to confirm. So they had actually sent, and I didn't answer. So they had actually sent me a cancellation email telling me that my reservation was canceled. So when I pulled up my phone, I went inside and I was like, yeah, we have a reservation for two under um, XYZ name. And they're like, yeah, you're not on the list. And I'm like, what? And I pulled up my um, what I thought was a reservation. I just went in my email and typed in Mastro's and showed them the first thing that popped up, which the first thing that popped up was the cancellation email. And they were like, oh, this shows that it was canceled. Um, did you have some missed calls from the restaurant earlier? And I, re I went to my missed calls and it doesn't show that I had a missed call. It shows that I answered the calls but I didn't answer the phone. So I don't know what happened there. And he literally said, it's okay. You're not on the list, but we still have a table for you. Like the same words that I envisioned him saying when I was visualizing it, when I thought I was visualizing it for Fogo de Chao was the same exact thing they said at Mastro's because I had no freaking clue that they had canceled my reservation. So and I got my mojo back in that moment. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I am um, pretty powerful today because it, it just was so crazy how it worked out. Like I really had no idea. Um, and then after dinner, I have been doing yoga with my friend Alexis and she's an amazing um, yoga instructor. Shout out to Lex, um, Flex with Lex on IG. She's amazing, but she has been making me do some stuff that is really pushing me physically. And um, I had like some shoulder pain uh, after we came from dinner. And Kirk legit hates giving massages. He like complains about the pain in his hand. He's just so dramatic sometimes. Um, but I have been asking for like daily massages for five years. So that's another thing. I'm probably pretty annoying. But he does not like to do it. Like he already told me, look, I'm not giving you a massage. So I just literally sat beside him 
in the bed, laying in the bed, and I just kept visualizing how it would feel if he started giving me a massage. So I just kept on and kept on, kept on putting so much energy into the thought. And so out of nowhere, he just started giving me a back massage. When I say it never happens, it never freaking happens. I damn near have to beg for a massage at this point. Um, and I was like, damn, this is, this is fun. So I did try a couple of other little things, personal things that, um, just for fun. Um, and it all really did work out. Like it, it blows my mind sometimes. And I know I, I talk about it and I teach about manifestation, but when I actually try it and I actually like see how powerful it really is with such minimal effort, it, it still even blows my mind. Um, so with all that being said, I wanted to talk about like the steps of truly manifesting something that you desire, whether it be, um, your perfect partner, whether it be, um, a certain amount of money, whether it be a vacation, whether it be a house, whether it be whatever, maybe you just want to manifest a cup of coffee. I don't know, but whatever it is. I just want to go over a couple of very important steps of manifestation. Um, if you hear that little beep, that little beep in the background, I apologize for that. That is my alarm system that clearly I need to change the batteries or somebody needs to change the batteries because um, it's so aggravating. I don't know if you all can hear it or not, but I hope it doesn't mess up my recording. But um, so the first thing that you have to do when you want to manifest something is you have to decide that you're going to really manifest it. And I know that that sounds so, so simple. I know that it sounds like something everyone should know, like, okay, we're listening to your podcast. It's, you know, we know you're going to be talking about manifestation. So yeah, we want to learn how to manifest something. So yes, we're deciding to do that. But When I say decide, I mean make a decision and stick with the decision that you have made. And this is an example, okay? I have a client. Um, She is selling her home and she's buying a new home as well. Her old home and her new home um, that we have under contract is beautiful. But um, I've sold the home like three times and something always happens to where the deal falls through or something. So right now the home is back on the market and she's still under contract with her new home. And she has a couple of options there. She has the option to, of course, wait wait a while and try to sell her house or refinance and take out some equity in her old house and put it into her new house. So there were two decisions. Um, the best one for her would be to sell it, of course, and, and make the money, you know, from the sale of her old house. But since she was faced with two decisions mentally, I strongly believe she keeps going back and forth and back and forth between those two decisions. And she hasn't made up her mind strong enough for which decision is best. And because of that, the universe is freaking confused, okay? <laughs> the universe is confused. And so one day she wants to sell it and then we get it under contract. And then a couple days later, she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I made the right decision. I don't know if I should have just kept the house and took out the equity and da, da 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 And then the deal falls through. And it happened three times. And she, she kind of is anxious a lot. Um, so I know that that 
is one of the reasons why the house keeps selling and falling through, selling and falling through, selling and falling through, because it's not a problem with the house. There's no issues with it. So it's not like it had a bad inspection or it doesn't look great. It looks great. It's fully renovated. It looks amazing. And it just keeps falling through with the sale. And I really think it's because she has not made a decision um, yet. Um, But there is power in being decisive. Okay, there is power in deciding on one thing, making your mind up on one thing and then honing in and focusing on that one thing. I can guarantee you if my client, since that's the example we're using, if she focused on selling the house 100 percent, she blocked out every other every other option that she had, the house would be sold because that's what she made her mind up to do. And that's it. Unfortunately, I can't make my mind up for what she desires. You know, I don't have such a connection to the new house or the old house. So she would be the most powerful person to manifest it. But her mind and her anxieties and her her lack of making a very exact and precise decision, it will sway her. And that's what seems to be happening. Um, And a lot of times us not being decisive and what we want, even out of life, it, it throws us back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, so whatever you want to do, just like, let's just say if you have a job, but you have a, a side hustle or whatever, right? Um, and you go to work and you put all your energy into work and then you're tired when you get home from that eight to, to 10 hours a day at work and you come home and you barely put any energy into your business, Um, at that point, you haven't made a decision yet. You're still at your job and you want to think that, oh, I want to grow my business. I do want to do this. But basically, if you put but behind any decision that you're making, you are not being decisive enough. You are not solid in your decision Therefore, you're putting confused vibes into the universe and the universe doesn't know what the fuck you want to do. So it has to give you all of these things back. It's now going to give you, you know, your job and a little bit of output from your side business. But because you did not make a decision and what you want to do, the universe cannot make that decision for you. Another example of being indecisive or not being specific enough in your decision is um, a goal, a vague goal. Like next year, I want to make more money. I just want to make more money. I want to be more productive and I want to make more money. Okay, if you make a dollar more, you have made more money. Congratulations, you manifested your desire. You know what I mean? You have to be specific okay most people want to make more money so we're going to talk about the power of manifesting money right so if you want to make i don't know a hundred thousand dollars by december 31st 2020 then that's how much money you want to make that is very specific it has a date and it has an exact amount Okay, so you want to make a hundred thousand dollars by December 31st, 2020. You have made a decision. That is what you want. So that means that you need to block out any thoughts that don't go with that. Don't say, you know what? I'd be happy with 50,000 or I'd be happy with 20,000. 
You said you wanted to make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's what you want to do, right? That's your decision. Be specific in your decision and do not sway. Do not start to think of how. Do not start to think of what's going to happen. Well, what if this happens and what if that happens? And what if you just shut the fuck up and decide that you want to do that and actually do it? So what comes after deciding? Complete focus and faith. You have to, I call it the Fendi facts, the double F is focus and faith. You have to focus on that goal. Before you go to bed, you need to be saying that goal. When you wake up in the morning, you need to be saying that goal. And then you need to have faith that you will get to this goal. The point of saying it in the morning and at night Is because in the morning, it sets the tone for your day. You're waking up with the thought of what you want to put out into the day and into the world, right? And before you go to bed, repeating it over and over again, it talks to your subconscious. And once it settles in your subconscious, once you say something so many times and it settles in your subconscious, that's when the universe gets to work for you. The universe works for you. The universe, you can consider the universe... Your employee, your your employee of the month, every month, every second of every day, the universe works for you, but you have to tell the universe what you want. You have to know what you want from the world, what you want out of life, and you have to be specific. A lot of people, their, their, their wants or their desires never match their words, their actions, or their thoughts. Here's an example. Women always say, I want a good man. But they always listen in the songs about men not being shit and they're always talking about how men aren't shit and they think men aren't shit. They're thinking it, they're saying it, they're watching it on TV, they're listening to it in songs and then they wonder why every man that they meet aren't shit. Well, surprise, surprise, that is what you have programmed your brain and your subconscious to think and now that is what the universe believes that you want and now it brings you ain't shit men. You have to decide what you want and you have to match your thoughts and your actions with what you want. And if you want to manifest money, a little bit more needs to go into it. So you need to first manifest money. Then you need to think of how you're going to pay the universe back or what are you going to give to the universe with that amount of money? So if I want to make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020, I plan to give 10% back to The people or organizations that spiritually enlighten me. That is always what I do. I tithe to churches. I tithe to organizations. I tithe to my friends. I tithe to my family. Anyone who moves me spiritually, don't y'all start trying to fake move me spiritually. (laughs) But I tithe to anyone or any any place that that pushes me, you know, in my right spiritual path on this earth. So that's what I do. What are you going to do? What are you going to give once you reach your goal? Then you need to think of what you're going to give in exchange for it. Like, how are you going to do this? If you don't know the how you're going to do it. See, I'm not telling you to come up with a plan of exactly how to do it. So I sell real estate, right? So if I want to make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020, I am going to say something like, um, 
to make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020, I am going to give all of my real estate clients the absolute best customer service possible. I am going to give superb customer service to every single client that I come in contact with. I'm going to be at the top of my game. Now, what are you going to do? I'm not saying, see, I didn't say I'm going to close this deal on this, this deal on this. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I, I don't, I'm not doing that. I don't know that. I just know that that's what I want to do. If you sell, I, my, look, my friend Alexis, again, she sells crystals. I mean, that's something you could say to the universe. I'm going to sell my products and help change people's lives by helping them heal through crystals. And I'm going to make $100,000 by doing it. You have to be decisive and you have to tell the universe what you're going to give back to it because there's no such thing as getting without giving. This, this world is about exchange of energy, exchange. It's all about energy exchange. So after you decide exactly what you want to do or how much money you want to make and the date that you want to make it by, and you already know you're going to have to say this as soon as you wake up and right before you go to sleep, you want to repeat it to yourself until you fall asleep. Just make it a lullaby. I will make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020 and just fall asleep to that. You can also ask it in a question. How will I make or how did I? You can, and, and this is the tying it into the next thing. The next thing you want to do is act as if you already have received it or act as if you already know it's coming and it's happening, okay? You have to show the universe that this is what I said, this is what it is, this is it, period, okay? So when you're going to bed, you can simply ask your subconscious, how did I make $100,000 by December 31st, 2020? Say it like it's already done, because it is. Time is an illusion. I wanted to touch on time being an illusion, but I think I'll touch on that next time because I don't want this to be super long and that's really a deep conversation. But how to manifest money. You want to, after you, 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 know, you already set the date that you want to achieve a certain amount of money, you already know you're saying it in the morning and at night, training your subconscious mind. And now I want you to think of you already achieving it. Just like I said, I want you to imagine what your life is like after you've already achieved it. So if you need $100,000 because you want to put a down payment on a house, then and you've already set that intention, and you know you're already training your subconscious mind in the morning and at night, and you're already talking about it, you've already written it, you've already decided. Baby, the decision is the important part. You've already decided and you are already focused on this. You can just start looking for your house. You've already given the universe your order. It's like placing an order online. You know it's coming. So you're checking the mail. So you need to start going to look for a house. If the 100,000 is for a down payment, go go check on that. If you're starting a business and you need some studio space, go look at different studio spaces. Go look at what's out there for when you get your money, you can already have it all picked out. If you're trying to manifest a man, it's kind of the same thing. Decide everything you want him to have. Be very specific. Don't just say, I want him fine and strong and because that's all you're going to get. And then be very specific and then put a date beside it if you want to put a date beside it. And then keep on saying it in the morning and at night, training your subconscious, asking, how do I meet the man of my dreams? How did I meet the man of my dreams? 
And then you want to act as if he's already there. If you sleep in the middle of the bed, sleep on one side because you know he's coming to sleep on the other side. Maybe you want to move all your clothes to one side of the closet because you're preparing for your husband to put his stuff in there. Maybe you have an open garage and you're parking your car in the middle. Maybe you need to park it to the left or to the right because you know your husband is coming and he's going to need that space to park his car. We have to prepare for what we pray for. And in this instance, we are we are manifesting. So we have to be prepared for what we are trying to manifest because we have to have faith in God, in the universe. God created the universe. God created the laws of the universe. You call it God. You can call him our creator. You can call it or him or her or whatever. You could call it the great I am. You could call it whatever you want. But the rules are set. The laws are the laws. Law of attraction, law of manifestation. They're all the laws. All you have to do is follow the steps in the laws. And it has to be. You, and you also don't even have to believe in it. That's, that's another thing. It's kind of like the law of gravity. You don't have to believe in the law of gravity. But, you know, if you jump off of a very tall building um, and you don't have any type of uh, parachute or anything that's going to make you float, you're going down, baby. You're going down no matter what, no matter if you believe in it or not. That's the same way with manifestation. It's the same way. And if you are not conscious of your thoughts and you are not being intentional about what you want to manifest, you will still manifest because you still got to think, you still got to talk, you're still going to be thinking about stuff. And that is what you unconsciously, you know, manifest. But I like to be in control of stuff. I like to get what I desire. I like to use the universe in my favor. The universe works for me. The universe loves you. But you have to love it and put out good vibes in order for that to be returned back to you. So that is what I have for today. That is what I have for the power of manifestation for today. And most importantly, I want you all to decide. I want you to really sit with yourself and decide what you want out of life. Decide a goal. Decide something that you desire. Put a date beside it of when you want to achieve that thing. If it's a whole new life, you write down every single thing about that whole new life that you wish to desire and then a date that you want your life to look just like that. And then tomorrow you wake up and you live your life just like that or like it's coming or like it's already here you erase time, you erase circumstance, you erase the how, you just know what you want to manifest. You decide, make a decision and let everything else fall to the wayside. And I guarantee you 100% of the time, the universe will work for you. Change your mind, change your words, and you will ultimately change your entire life. And that's all I have for you guys today on the power of manifestation. Um, I will be back next week, next Friday, and I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you are not following me on Instagram, my Instagram is Mindset Makeover Club. Mindset Makeover Club. It's one word on Instagram. Um, please follow me on there. Please share um, the podcast. 
And I hope you all gained something from it. If you did, shoot me a message, um, leave a review or send me a message on Instagram on my Mindset Makeover Club page. And yeah, you all have a great evening and thank you for tuning in.